Are you wanting to live your best life? Are you ready to put your own future before the fears and doubts that are holding you back? Get ready to become lion-hearted and discover your purpose in this world. Now, here's your host, occupational therapist and pastor, William Hatteridge. Hello, my lion-hearted listeners. This is William Hatteridge. And I wanted to start this episode as we begin our journey towards a lion-hearted life with a hard truth. And that's that this isn't heaven. Make no doubts about it. Living a lion-hearted life means, means having your best life. It means living with purpose, living with intention. It means making an impact on the world, feeling inspired and motivated every day to go out and use your God-given gifts for real change. But it's not going to come without hardship. You're not going to live without struggles, without doubts, without fears. Yes, in this journey we're going to learn ways to overcome those issues, but, but the truth is that this isn't heaven because we will always face hard times. We will always face pain and loss and hardship. For a lot of people, they get lost when things begin to get hard, when bad things happen. They might think they're doing the right things, going down the right path, but when fate throws a, a terrible obstacle in their way, they begin to doubt. They begin to think, I've been doing everything right. I've been a good person. I've been contributing to society. Why do these bad things keep happening? Why do I keep getting sick? Why does my, my back hurt all the time? Why do I keep losing people in my life? Why do I keep losing friends, losing money? Why do I lose my job? I thought everything. But in reality, this isn't heaven. No, see, the world that we live in is a is an odd mixture of heaven and hell, right? There are moments where we're in bliss, we're in paradise, where we walk in the sunshine and the birds chirping, the wind's blowing, people are smiling, happy and cheerful, and we think this is it, this is where we need to be, and it's pure bliss. But there are other moments in our lives that are just clouded with despair and darkness and we feel as if it could not get any worse. We feel as if we are living our own personal hells. And most of our days are somewhere in the middle, right? Most of our days have a mixture. There's good times and bad times. And that's going to continue. Make no doubts about it. It doesn't matter how much of a lion-hearted life you are living. You're going to be faced with that. There will be bad times. I tell people who, who find salvation that it doesn't mean life's going to get any easier for you. There's still going to be hardships. You're still going to get sick. You're still going to feel pain. You're still going to face sin and doubt and worry and fear. But all of this means we have to be strong. We have to be courageous. We have to have faith. We have to be able to, to overcome those challenges. See, we look out into society especially Hollywood culture, celebrities. And we think they have it all. They're always so happy. Their Instagram photos are always traveling with huge smiles on their face, and they're skinny, and they're tan, and they're beautiful. And, and we want a life like that, right? We want to be happy all the time. But the truth is, no one is happy all the time, because this isn't heaven. Everybody, regardless of what their Instagram feed would tell you, everybody 
has challenges. Everybody faces loss. Everybody faces pain. Everyone faces sin in their own lives. You see, we, we live lives that are, that are plagued with these things. But it comes your way regardless of the life that you live. The unfortunate truth is we will lose people in our life. We will. There are people in your life that you love that you will lose. It's a hard truth, but it doesn't matter what kind of life you're living. You can be living the best life or the worst life, but the loss is inevitable. You can be living your dream job, but there's always the chance, no matter how suited you are for that job, that you could lose it. That you can be fired, that you can be laid off, that the company will be forced to make cutbacks. Layoffs, right? We, we can't let that convince us that we're not doing our mission, that we're not carrying out our purpose. I know in my heart of hearts, I know in the bottom of my soul that that I am doing what God made me to do, that as an occupational therapist, this is everything I'm supposed to be doing and more. But there are days when things don't work out. There are days when everything just goes to goes to crap, and I feel like I'm not making any progress. I feel like I'm in the wrong job. I feel like everything, the deck is stacked against me so to speak, right? I, I feel as though maybe this isn't work cut out for me. I begin to doubt my own ability. I begin to think, you know, maybe I'm supposed to be doing something else with my life. This obviously isn't working. I'm not a good therapist because of all these terrible things that keep happening, because of these missed deadlines, because of these missed sessions, because of this, 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 blah, 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 blah. But in reality, even the best therapist in the nation, in the world, still has those problems, right? Even the best marriage coaches, even the best relationship therapists have struggles in their own relationships. Even the healthiest, fittest personal trainer out there can have setbacks in their health. Bob Harper, you know, a fitness icon, biggest loser star, uh, personal trainer. Uh, he's been on the covers of countless men's magazines he had a heart attack this year, right? And he is fit, right? He is, he is the example of health, of fitness and diet and exercise. And even he is not immune to these things of life. And so the question becomes, okay, well, why? Why try, right? Why, why should I worry about my health? Why should I work out every day and eat right if I'm still going to get a heart attack? Why should I contribute to society? Why should I make a change? Why should I well, try to find my purpose in life and a career that I'm passionate about if I could still lose it, if I could still have those setbacks? Because the days that you are healthy and happy and purposeful make everything worth it. They might not last forever. We might have setbacks. But, but the reality that this isn't heaven shouldn't set you against living a lion-hearted life. It should encourage you to do so. 
It should encourage you to to break out of your comfort zones and try to find that purpose, try to find your mission, try to find your your soul's reason for being. Because it makes all the little days add up to something great. We've all had our shares of misfortune. We've all had our terrible, rotten, I wish I could go home and hide under the covers kinds of days. I just had one recently where, where I just wanted to scream at the top of my lungs and walk out and, and go and hide in a corner until it, all the stress was over. Right, my phone was buzzing and buzzing and emails kept popping up and we, we were getting more more patients, more clients than we had therapists for. And then on top of it, we had somebody coming into the company that decided to leave and we had another therapist who needed days off and, and it was just pounded, compounded upon compounded issues. And I, I, I wanted to walk away from it. I wanted to say, you know what, I, I can't I can't figure this out. But since I knew what I was supposed to be doing in my life, I knew that this was a challenge that I could overcome. I knew this was a challenge that God had prepared me for. And so I rolled up my sleeves and I got to work. When my wife and I got married and I started this job, it was an insane year. Okay, I graduated out of college, started my job that I'm in now, I got married, I moved, we renovated a house. There were a thousand things, big life changes that happened that year. And in the following two years, my wife and I, between the two of us, lost four grandparents. Four. And it was heartbreaking. Loss, I think all of you have, have, have been there where it's just so so powerful. I said two years. I think it might have been more, but but it felt like every time we turned around, we were losing somebody. Someone was passing away. We we're going to yet another funeral. And there's so many of you out there who, who, when you find yourself in that loss, you think to yourself, what have I done, right? What have I done to deserve this loss in my life? Why is this happening to me? I hear it all the time. Why do I keep losing people that I love? And I don't know, I can't tell you the answer to why it happens. I can't tell you the answer to why it happens when it does. It happens because it's, it's part of life. It's part of that, that circle of life. It's part of the natural order for us to lose people. That's why they, they pass. But the why they do it when they do it, right? Why now? Why not ten years from now? Why not one more day? I don't have the answers for that. But the reality is that we take all that pain, that grief, that, that darkness, that, that loss, and we utilize it. We can use that power for two different things. There's a lot of energy in loss. When my grandmother passed away. I was on the other side of the country. I live in Arkansas. We were about an hour or two outside of Chicago. My brother and my mom and me were on a trip. And... It was a long road back. It was a long journey back. And all I was trying to do was just to get home, right? And I still hadn't really processed everything. And I, and I get home and I meet my, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. And and anybody who's been through that, you know how how caught up in the, the process you can get. 
right? And you're, you're going here, you're going there, you're trying to get to the funeral home, and then you've got to go to your grandparents and get this sorted out, and, and you're going, 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 going. And it wasn't until about two days after she passed at her visitation that it hit me. It actually hit me. I actually grieved for her. I knew she was gone, but I hadn't quite come to terms with it yet. That was one of the most powerful moments in my life because my entire body, it, it seized up. I was shaking. I was trembling. I was, I was speechless. I, I just, I, my body locked up. My mind just finally gave in to, to everything I'd been pushing back for the last few days. And, and it all hit me all at once. And my body was shook to the core. My entire being was just rocked. As I, as I came to terms with what had happened. All the grief and loss had finally hit me all at once. And it was powerful in the sense that it, it hit me in a way nothing else had ever hit me before. And I knew in that moment one of two things could happen. My grandmother, um, she lived just a couple miles from my house growing up, right? We we ate over there every Sunday. I had a very close connection to my Nana. Uh, she was very close. Uh, I could have let her loss destroy me. I could have gone and hidden in a dark cave, right? Turned off the lights, pulled the sheets over my head, and just grieved for days and gone into mourning and, and, and decide that I was just going to be miserable, that all this terrible stuff had happened to me. Why, God? Why did you let this happen to me? Why did you take my Nana? The reality of her loss was that she had been fighting a terrible battle against cancel, cancer. And... Um, when she finally passed away, it was uh, years after the doctor had given her. Uh, we knew this was going to be a hard battle, and you didn't give her long, but she lived so much longer than the doctor had given her. So every day was a blessing. Every month was, was, uh, was a blessing. So when she did finally pass away, we had that consolation, I guess, that that it could happen much sooner. But I knew that all of that loss and that grief, it could also motivate me. I made her a promise at that visitation to to continue to do what I needed to do, right? To to go on to become an occupational therapist to help kids like my, my cousin who she helped take care of every single day. Uh, you know, to, to make this promise to her, to use her death, her, her loss, the loss of her, to motivate me to be a better person. And I said this last episode, but, you know, I'm a huge comic book geek. And, and there's truth that when you look at these comic book heroes, so many of them are born in those origin stories of, tra origin stories of tragedy. Right, the, the loss of an uncle or their parents. And um, if you've ever seen a Batman movie, they always show his parents getting gunned down in the alley, right? Because it's such a strong foundation for his character that it was this loss that motivated him to be what he wanted to be. Um, and the truth is, that's not just fiction. 
are countless people, successful people, who use those moments of tragedy to to propel themselves into success, to propel themselves into into a lion-hearted life of courage and bravery, of overcoming everything. So, so when you are faced with these tragic times, these hard times, these difficult times, whether it's the loss of someone you love, the loss of a job, a disability, an injury that lays you off, you can do one of two things. You can go and hide in a hole woe is me, you know, just let it eat away at you. Or you can say, you know what, this is the stepping stone. This is the motivation. This is what I'm going to build my life off of. I'm going to take all of this that's happened to me, all of this um, adversity that is in my way, and I'm going to use that, not allow it to use me. This life isn't heaven, this life that we live, and it's not hell either. Regardless of where you are, it's important for you to understand that it's not hell. This is not the worst that your life could ever be. It could be so much worse. It's not the best it could ever be either. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for failure. But above all else, there's always room to be lion-hearted. To say it doesn't matter what life throws my way. In the good times and the bad times, I'm going to continue to know the three truths. That I have an eternal soul, that I have a glorious purpose, and that I have infinite value. Those three truths, they stay the same whether you are at rock bottom or on the mountain's peak. Whether you're the best time of your life or in your personal nightmare. These truths are truths because they are constant. This isn't heaven, but you can make it. A little more peaceful, a little more blissful for each and every person in your life if you bring smiles to their faces, if you bring joy to their hearts. If you live your life in such a way that the people around you feel a little bit better having you in their life. That's how we make this world tolerable. That's how we make this world better. One day at a time. My name is William Hatridge. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lionheart Podcast.